Thank you for choosing this podcast from the Calling Community Church. As a Christ-centered community, our mission is to create space for all people to experience the compassionate love of the Father and the calling He has for their life. Please enjoy the message today recorded live inside the Wilson Arts Auditorium at Platte County High School in Platte City, Missouri. So it's 2020, and there's been all kinds of quotes and comments and thoughts about, like, vision, right? 2020, seeing clearly. And so before we kick off the series, ne- this series next week, I, I, was thinking about, I was thinking about the word seek. I was thinking about vision, what we're, what we're looking for, what we're looking towards in this upcoming year. It's an, it's, uh, for some, hey, it's just another day, all right? It's just a new, it's a new day. Um, but for others, it's a fresh start. It's a, it's, a, it's a marking point for them to say, you know what? The old is gone, the new is coming. It's time to make some changes, make some adjustments. And, and, uh, we, and I want to encourage you to do that. Really, really, the whole point of this today is to challenge you and encourage you to seek the Lord more. In this upcoming year, to seek the Lord more today than you did yesterday. Like to actually say, I walked out of church today and I sought the Lord. I looked for Him more today than maybe I ever have before. And, and to seek Him from right where you're at. Okay, and I'll explain that in just a second. So, so I sat down on Saturday morning and I, uh, we have this the, the easy, cheap way of. Or not, it's not really cheap, but it's the, the lazy way of starting a fire. Flip a switch, <laughs> flame comes on. I sit down in front of my fire. I sit there until I can't sit there any longer, until my back starts to burn, and then I get away from it. But I sit there, and I open up God's word to seek his face. Can I just encourage you that it's crucial that you open up his word to seek God? You're like, duh, Brady, like, we expect you to say that, but that's just reality. Like, if you want to grow closer to the Lord in this coming year, if you want to grow, grow closer to the Lord today, you must open up your Bible. That is, like, square, just, like, foundational truth. Open up our Bible. And if you say, well, I didn't bring one or I have one on my phone, whatever, whatever it is, maybe go home and open up your Bible after you leave here. But it's crucial that we seek the Lord and seek his face through this book. Because he speaks to us through this book. And so there's just real easy ways to, to all right, okay, Brady, you're talking about seek. Uh, what are, give me some tools on how to do that. Well, for one, if your Bible has it, go to the back and look up the word seek. Or go online and Google. What, what, does, it talk, what does it say about seek in the Bible, what does it say about seeking? What are some verses that go along with seeking or looking or longing or learning or whatever it is? Just look up those words. And so one of the first places it brought me to was in Deuteronomy. Okay, it's in the Old Testament. It's in the first five books of the Bible. Um, in Deuteronomy, the people have been rescued from slavery in the land of Egypt. They are coming into a new land. And the leaders 
are encouraging the people. Like it's a new beginning. Like I thought about this. is a new beginning. It's a new year. It's a new beginning. And, and the leaders are telling them, all right, here are the things that you need to know. I'm just gonna, these are not things that are new to these people. These are things that are reminders. A lot of the stuff you'll hear me say today is not a, a new to you. It'll be a reminder to you. But yeah, okay, uh, refresh my memory. I've heard this before. And in chapter 4 of Deuteronomy, the, the subtitle for my, for my Bible says, A Call to Obedience. He's reminding the people to walk in obedience, to seek the Lord. Um, and, and why it's good to seek the Lord. And he's actually telling him too, why it won't work out, work out too well for you if you abandon the Lord, if you stop seeking him, because that's the opposite of looking, right? It's like, I'm looking at Tony, I am not looking at Tony. <laughs> I am seeking the Lord, I am not seeking the Lord. And he says, if you abandon me, if you, not, if you don't seek me, it will not go well for you. It, it will not be good at all. It's like children, kids, that you're up here. Like, if you don't listen to your parents... If you don't do what they ask you to do, it will not go well for you. It's just a basic promise of Scripture. And so listen to what it says. I'll start in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 23. He says, you're about ready to cross. This is like right before that. It says, you're about ready to cross over and take possession of this good land. You're, we're, we're launching into this new land, this new place, this new year. And he says, be careful not to forget the covenant of the Lord your God that he made with you. Don't forget this covenant and don't go make an idol for yourselves in the shape of anything that he has forbidden you. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire. He's a jealous God. Can I, can I just tell you today that whether it's a new year or whether it's yesterday or today or whatever, God longs for you to seek him. Like he is jealous for your affections. Just like my wife is Jealous for my affection. She wants me to pursue her, to seek her. And at one of these days, I'll catch her, you know, and it'll be great. Because she keeps running from me. But it says, when you have children and grandchildren and have been in the land a long time and you act corruptly and you make an idol in the form of anything and do, not, and do what is evil in the sight of the Lord your God, angering him, I, I will call heaven and earth as a witness against you today that you will quickly perish from the land that you're about ready to cross the Jordan to possess. You will not live long there, but you will certainly be destroyed. Well, this is good news for the new year, right? <laughs> Pumping you all up. It says, the Lord will scatter you among the peoples, and you will be reduced to a few survivors among the nations where the Lord your God will drive you. There it says you will worship man-made gods of wood and stone, which cannot see, hear, eat, or smell. But this is the, the thing that I want you to hear. But from there, you will search for the Lord your God, and you will find him when you seek him with all your heart and all your soul. But from there is a phrase that you want to keep in your mind. But from there. He will not leave you, destroy you, or forget the covenant with your fathers that he swore to them by, by oath, because the Lord your God is a compassionate God. Isn't that good news? In that song that we were singing earlier, he is not finished with us yet. This is his promise. He is not finished with us. He wasn't finished with them. And today, ladies and gentlemen, he's not finished with you. And no matter where you are in relation to your, your 
your relationship with Christ and your intimacy with him, he is not done with you. And from where you're at, no matter where that is, he's calling you today to seek him. Now, listen, so I was thinking about this, this uh, distance thing, and just even in relation to where everybody's sitting today, okay? Now, the truth is, is Steve Nichols, where are you at? Okay, he's, back, he's way back there. I see him. He's, the light's glaring off of his head. It's shining. He's like an angel back there. All right, Steve, stand up. Go ahead and stand up, Steve. Yeah, it's going to get worse, man, <laughs> before it gets better. <laughs> now, okay, so, so there's Steve standing there, and then um, Dan, stand up. Okay. Ooh, look, okay, I almost spilled the coffee. Good, good catch there, good catch. All right, so there, there are some that may feel like when it comes to their walk with the Lord, they might feel like, like let's say, here's Jesus, here's the cross, they might feel like Steve today. Man, I am so far away from the Lord. And if anybody knew why I feel this far away, I would be so ashamed for them to know that. A matter of fact, I almost didn't walk in the door today. I mean, I just barely made it in. I mean, I'm here. I'm just barely in, though, because I'm just so ashamed of my past from where I am at this particular moment. But from there, it says, seek the Lord. And, and, then, and then the reality is, is you might think, well, I feel a little bit more like Dan, where I'm, I feel like things are good. I'm a little closer. Now, I did not pick these two on purpose to say that Steve's a sinner and he's far away from God. <laughs> but he is a sinner, because we all are, you know, so therefore it doesn't matter. But um, so Dan's here. But, but do you see what I'm talking about in relation to you might feel in your heart, but from where I'm at right now, Brady, I don't feel like I'm very close to him. But here's my encouragement to you today. But from there, wherever you are in this continuum, seek the Lord. He longs for you to seek the Lord. He will receive you just as you are. He's not waiting for Steve to get it together like Dan and sit a little bit closer to the front before God wants him to see. Do you see what I'm saying? But from where you are, he longs for you this year to seek him just a little bit more, to take one step closer. Because even, even, even the, the person in this room that is the holiest, that is the closest to the Lord in relation to their intimacy with God, they still have room to go. They have room to grow. And so... I want you to consider this. I want you to consider your own spiritual maturity this year. Where are you? You can sit down now. Where are you? And wherever it is that you are, but from there, seek him this year. That's my desire for my kids. It's to know Jesus a little bit more today. To grow in their faith a little bit more, to pursue him just a little bit more because I know that it will not be a waste of time. And I also know that it won't always be easy, that it's going to be hard. There'll be obstacles that'll get in the way as we seek him. But even in this place, he says that you will search for the Lord your God and you will find him. But here's the caveat. When you seek him with all your heart. Can I just ask you a question this morning? 
Just, just honestly, honest, just right between you and the Lord right now. Have you must be a issue in the nursery. <laughs> That's okay. Have you been seeking the Lord? And you think, well, I'm here, Brady. I at least made that step. Good for you. Good job. You got in the door. That's a good first step. It really is. And all throughout Scripture, we see incredible examples of people who are seeking the Lord at different times. So I want to encourage you. I want to give you some different ways, different things in which you can seek the Lord. Okay? You ready for that? Okay? So we got some time here. Now, sometimes... Maybe we'll deal with a lot of negative stuff. We'll do a lot of hard stuff, you know, like, and we'll get to those things. We'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about seeking the Lord when we're afraid, or seeking the Lord when we're worrying, or, or those kind of things. But, but I want to start out with something good. I want to start out with seeking the Lord in thanksgiving. Because here's the thing, every single one of us walk in here today with more than just one reason to be grateful. I mean, the fact that you woke up and there was heat in your house today and you got in a vehicle and you drove here today. Somebody drove you or you came on your own or whatever it was, you have a reason to be thankful. And so you want to seek the Lord in those moments of being grateful, of having great gratitude in your heart for whatever it is. Or even if you feel like, man, I'm the furthest one away from the Lord today, Brady. I just got so much going on in my life. Be thankful that he's gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love. And then he's not finished with you yet, right? Amen? We can be thankful for that. And so I love this, uh, this thought right here in uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 16. 1 Chronicles chapter 16, you can turn, if you've got your Bible, you can just keep flipping on over where King David, it actually says, David's psalm of thanksgiving. And King David is thankful. He's praising the Lord for the Ark of the Covenant has come to the temple. And, he's, and it's, it's just like the family's come home. We're all here together, and it's awesome, and, he, and it's where it's supposed to be. And David is grateful for this. And listen to what it says in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, starting in verse number 8. He says, give thanks to the Lord and call on his name. Proclaim his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell all about his wondrous works. Honor his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wondrous works he has done, his wonders and judgments he has pronounced. You offspring of Israel, his servant, Jacob's descendants, his chosen ones. He's talking about you. He's talking about you. Proclaim his deeds among the people. Sing them. Sing praise to him. That's what we do. That's what we do when we come to church. We're seeking him. We're seeking him in thanksgiving for the things that he's done, all the things that he's, he's brought us through and the 
2019, not an easy year for everyone. Some tough stuff. 2020 didn't start off well for the Patriots. I'm sorry, I had to do it. Gosh. Don't clap for that. That was awful. Sorry, Josh. Gosh. I was... (laughs) But you know what? Because I'm a compassionate person, I did feel a little bit of just hurt for Tom Brady last night. Just, just a little. I did. I'm a human. I, I'm a man. I, you know, I'm a competitor. Ah, anyway, go Chiefs. <laughs> Seeking the Lord and singing his praise in, in Thanksgiving. So, more. Seeking the Lord in grief. Last night I got a text message. Brady, please pray for my brother-in-law. And I don't know if anyone here knows Larry Dawson or the Dawson family. Nick Dawson, who was a graduate of Platte County. Good dude. Steve, you, know, you probably know who he is. Uh, Larry had an aortic aneurysm, and Larry's not here anymore. Larry passed away early this morning. Father, grandfather, just a good dude, good brother-in-law, just... One minute, his wife's doing dishes, and he's in on the couch. The next minute, they're headed to the hospital, and now their, their, their 2020 has not started well. And the reality is, it's in grief that we find a lot of people then start seeking the Lord. Because where else do we turn? Who else do we go to? Where do we find our comfort from? And it's in grief where God can... Get our attention. It's in grief where God can draw us a little closer to himself than we were before. And, and I know there are those of you in this room, that's exactly what has happened to you in your life. It wasn't until a great moment of grief come where you realize life is way too short to keep wasting it the way I'm wasting it. I, it's time to get serious. It's time to start seeking the Lord. Another one, it's a place we probably all live too much, and that is in fear. There's fear in the world we live in. There's fear with what's going on in foreign lands. We prayed about that. We talked a little bit about that. And, and it was interesting to me that I found this uh, passage of Scripture in a second chronicle, so just flip on over to the next. So Chronicles is, is like a history. Um, some say it was written by Ezra. Um, others say it was there was just a chronicler, someone who just wrote down the, the happenings, the things that happened at that particular time. And here's a crazy thing. No matter how long ago it was written, God speaks to us through it today. And we still learn 
And so there was a king named Jehoshaphat. He was a king of Judah. And I love where it talks about um, Jehoshaphat before this passage of Scripture that I want to share with you. It talks about how um, Jehoshaphat, when he became king, he did not abandon the Lord. He, instead of worshiping false gods, he chose to seek the Lord. And because of that, he was successful. And God blessed him when he sought him. I've, I said it earlier, when you seek the Lord, you will find him. But you must seek him with all your heart. It can't be, oh, you know what, I'll just, I'm going to kind of go half in this year. Like, I'm going to give God just a, little, just a little bit more of myself. No. I see this precious little baby. Do you, do you love that baby a lot or just a little? A lot. Yeah, because when she knew that her baby was in distress, she, she went to her baby. <laughs> you know what, that's a lot like our Father in heaven. When he sent Jesus to come rescue us. It's a whole other sermon. So Jehoshaphat seeks the Lord. But now things are getting a little more serious because it appears now that um, some armies were coming against him. And he was going to have to go to war. And look in 2 Chronicles chapter 17. This is what I was Speaking of a little bit earlier, it says, Now the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the former ways of his father David. He did not seek false gods or the Baals, but sought the God of his father and walked in his commands, not according to the practices of Israel. So he walked out his faith. And here's the blessing that comes for him just a few chapters over. Look at chapter 20. It says, after this, the Moabites and the Ammonites together with some of the Minyanites came to fight against Jehoshaphat. People came and told him, a vast number from beyond the Dead Sea and from Edom have, have come to fight against you. They're already in Hazazon Tamar. So they've been, he's been warned. And Jehoshaphat was afraid. Okay, first of all, do not feel bad about experiencing fear. I, I don't want you to think that, well, I'm a, I'm a Christian, like I shouldn't be afraid. Oh, no, there are going to be times where things bring us fear, whether it be a diagnosis or whether it be um, a notice in the mail or, or whatever it is. Fear, God gives us the ability to to have fear for a reason. Sometimes it means that we need to get away, right? Like we have fear, and he says, go, run <laughs> the other way. And in this particular case, Joseph says was afraid, and he resolved in his fear to seek the Lord. Then he proclaimed a fast for all Judah who gathered to seek the Lord. They came from all the cities of Judah to seek him. So when fear comes, and it will come in 2020, maybe it already has, then Joseph gives us a, a, a model of how to address fear. He says, 
Um, seek the Lord fast. Pray. Ask the Lord to meet you in that place. Why am I having this fear? What can I do with this? How can I give this fear over to the Lord? How can he work through my fear to produce something good? Call people to pray with you. Don't try to face it alone. Fear is a tool that the Lord will use to cause us to seek him. Here's another one. Worry. We've all visited that place (laughs) many times. Let's, Let's hit the New Testament. Let's look at Matthew. Matthew chapter 6. Now this is Jesus speaking. Matthew chapter 6. Let's start in verse 25. This is the words of Jesus as he's having this incredible teaching session like this like there was a time where when Jesus was teaching if you wanted to like sit and and uh, just glean so much wisdom and truth and how to live your life this would have been a good one okay I don't know what do you think what do you think the people were worried about then let's try to figure out how some way we can like um, put ourselves in their shoes I mean, they're not able to, they weren't able to look forward to 2020 where we are, but we can look back and think, what, what were they worried about? I don't know. What are some of the things you worry about? M- money? Yeah, I mean, right, can't live with it. Can't live without it. <laughs> oh, and that's a woman. No, I'm not just, just joking. Just joking. That's why my wife keeps running from me. <laughs> I was just trying to see if you guys are still awake. No. So, right, money. Obviously, it's something that we do worry about. You know, because I wish we could live without it, but we can't. We've got to have it in the culture we live in. Or culture that anybody lives in, for that matter. What else? Food. I have not worried enough about food <laughs> recently, especially over the holidays. Yeah, but we need to eat, right? And we know... Uh, we know that there are people who are, they live in a food desert where they don't have the ability to get fresh food the way maybe we could. Um, or maybe they're, they go to bed hungry. What else? One more thing. Health. health. Isn't that big? How many of you, health is a huge worry. Like, yeah, we can just say, all, yeah, because when, it, when our health is bad, it affects every area of our life. For sure. So listen to what Jesus says in uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Subtitle in my Bible says, The Cure for Anxiety. Anybody excited about that? The Cure for Anxiety. Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and body more than clothing? 
Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add a moment to his lifespan by worrying? How many of us have tried? Let's just be honest. Yeah, and it's actually counterproductive, isn't it? One of the things my watch encourages me to do occasionally is to breathe. And there's something powerful about taking some time to breathe in and breathe out. He says, and why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you? You of little faith. So don't worry saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For the Gentiles, the non-believers, eagerly seek all these things and your heavenly Father knows what you need or knows that you need them. But, here's the but, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I know it's not going to be perfect, but can you resolve in 2020 to worry less and to have more faith? Can you take one step from where you are get a little bit closer, to draw a little bit closer to the Lord where, where these things that consume us no longer consume us. Would that be something that would be good for all of us? Yeah, trusting the Lord. And, I, and I'll tell you, the area where we have the most trouble trusting the Lord, and this is pastor speak for you, and that is money. We literally think we can manage it better than he can. And my friend Dan Ryder will tell you that is not the case. That God has a better plan for our money than we do. But we worry. All right, we're almost done. Seeking the Lord. There's lots of other, well, I guess there's, can't forget this one. Oh, man. Brady, really? You had to bring that up? We need to seek the Lord in the midst of our sin. Because we all have this problem. My friend Colt, when he goes through the waters of baptism, he will still have to seek the Lord in this area of his life. And it's not a popular word that we like to talk about a lot, but it, the reality is, is we all walk in together today. 
And we have this, there's this going on in our life of some form. And this is where you think, this is where I really feel far away from God, Brady. I feel so far away from him. But from there, wherever that is, wherever you're at, <laughs> seek him today. I love where it says in Second Chronicles where it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their sin, it says, Then he will hear from heaven and he will heal your land. If you want to experience some healing in your relationships and in your life in 2020, then turn from your sin. We're going to talk about it next week, repenting and believing. This is basic Christianity, and all of us have something in our life that we need to turn from, that we need to say enough is enough. I need some accountability. I need some help. I need to get serious about my whether it be an addiction or whatever. Let's just call it what it is. And seek the Lord in the midst of our sin. Because remember, that he's not finished with us yet. That he's not going to leave you where you're at. I want to share this with you. And Colt, why don't you go ahead and um, why don't you go ahead and come on and start getting ready. The worship team, why don't you guys come on up. If you want to do, let's do a song while he's getting ready. How many of you have heard the song Just As I Am? It's a classic, classic hymn. And so, continuing this thought, but from there, from wherever it is that you are today in all of these areas, whether it's sin, worry, or fear, or whatever, listen to the words to this song. Just as I am, though tossed about with many a conflict, Many a doubt. We didn't even get there. We didn't even get a chance to get to doubt. Some of us walk in with that doubt. Doubt about his love for us. Doubt about our love for him. Fightings and fears within, without. O Lamb of God, I come. I come from where I'm at. Just a little bit closer. Just one more step. Just as I am, poor, wretched, blind. Or maybe sight, riches, healing of mind. You may be here today and you're like, man, life is good, Brady. No complaints, man. I'm good. You know what? You still need to seek him today and draw closer to him today. Yea, all I, all I need in thee to find, O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Just as I am, thou will receive. You will welcome, pardon, cleanse, relieve. Why?
Because thy promise, I believe. His promise is that he'll receive you just as you are from where you're at this year, today, this moment. O Lamb of God, I come. I come. Because thy promise, I believe. Do you believe the promise today for you? Jimmy, do you believe that just from where you're at right now in this particular moment that he's drawing you closer to him today? Libby, I know you believe that. You're not where you want to be, are you? You want to get a little bit closer, don't you? Yeah, and Libby is one of the purest hearts that I know, and she still needs to draw close to the Lord today, just as she is. These precious little kids, they need to draw closer to the Lord today. They're coming to witness the baptism. (laughs) And so my encouragement to you today, and in this year to come, seek him from where you are, just as you are. Don't be afraid. Your sin is not too great. Your worry is not too much. You can't be thankful enough to seek him from right where you're at today. We're going to we're going to sing a song and then we're going to do a baptism. And the song encourages us, encourages us to turn our eyes to Jesus because he is the one that we need to keep our eyes focused on anyway. So why don't you stand, let's worship together, and then we'll do this. Thanks again for choosing this podcast from the Calling Community Church. We hope it leaves you encouraged. If you need more information about the church or want to speak to someone about prayer or faith in Jesus, please visit our website, thecallingcommunitychurch.com, and fill out the contact form. We look forward to hearing from you and hope you have a blessed day.